the hints are being dropped. Are we going to see Cam Kinchins make his return to the field against Georgia Tech? You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday. We made it. I'm Alex Dono, your host, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much to the everydayers for sticking with us. Even during the bye week, we've had plenty of stuff to talk about this week. You can get Locked on Canes free on YouTube and free wherever you get your podcasts. And let's bring on an absolute show favorite. We call him our boy Blue. He is the man, the myth, the legend. Larry Bluestein, South Florida High School Sports and AM560 WQAM. Blue, happy Friday. How are you, sir? Great. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for having us on. Uh, certainly a uh, busy time of year, uh, recruiting-wise, college football time. And the high school football season has just flown by again, oh, six weeks into it already. And, uh, you know, it's every year you wait uh, – eight months uh, for a quick four months. Yeah, that's right. That's so true. I feel the same way about college football season yeah. as well. And, and we are going to talk about high school prospect and a Juco prospect a little bit later on with blue, Some. but I want to start with the man who wears the number five for your Miami hurricanes, Cam Kinchins. And it's a great day to talk about cam because today is his birthday. Happy freaking nice. birthday, Cam Kinchins. Yeah. Uh, now, the clues, Blue, are, are being dropped left and right that he could be ready to make his return to the field for the Georgia Tech game. Uh, they're using Cam in all the promotional materials for those Miami Knights uniforms. They're finally going to bust out the black and neon green alter alternate unis against <laughs> Georgia Tech on October 7th. We got Cam Kinchins in all the photos. Uh, meanwhile, there have been talk now the media or don't currently have access to practice during the season, but there have been some leaked photographs that look like cam has been back in practice recently wearing the red non-contact Jersey, which, you know, you would expect coming off of sure. uh, that collision that he took against Texas A&M. But, uh, it sounds as though Kinchins is going to be ready to make that return October 7th for Miami's debut in conference play. So I ask you this, Larry Bluestein. Just how much of a difference does Miami's All-American safety make when he's on the field? Well, that's obviously a, a question that uh, could be answered in the fact that he's a leader. And when he's out there with his leadership, with the things that he's accomplished, uh, he leads by example. He's a vocal guy, so he kind of hits you at both sides. And kids respect him. And uh, for what he's been able to do during a tough time last year, in a five and seven season, he was one of the best in the, in the country. So it shows you that he knows how to overcome adversity and then rise above all that. And, um, you know, you, you know, when he got hurt in that game, how much of the outpouring from his teammates and, you know, prayers and, yeah. you know, hey, we need him back because he's a guy that, you know, kind of leads the way for us. So, yeah, it's huge. It's huge to have him back. Uh, big to have him. You know, and, and the, the great thing about him, even then while he was kind of recovering a little bit, he showed up to every practice. He showed up everywhere. And, you know, you can't you can't uh, uh, talk too much about that as far as what he means to the team and the kids. Uh, kids respect him. And um, and certainly getting him back 
you know, in time to ease him back uh, as the ACC schedule begins uh, is important. Yeah, and so far, Cam, he's played in just two games. Guys, remember, he got hurt uh, right at the end of the Texas A&M game. He's got 10 tackles and an interception already this year. And you also remember, uh, Blue, I, I think it's nice to have Cam potentially back for Georgia Tech because the last mm -hmm. time Mr. Kinchins faced Georgia Tech, he had not one, not two, but three interceptions in that game. So I'm sure the Yellow Jackets would prefer he maybe takes it easy for an extra week. Yeah, well, not only that, is that uh, obviously that, that Georgia Tech game last year was huge in a number of ways. Uh, Ja'Curry Brown had a tremendous game, and, you know, the, and it does kick off what's going to be a just a crazy road over the next five, six weeks. Uh, you know, Miami's had the tune-ups, uh, obviously, you know, against Miami of Ohio and Bethune-Cookman and uh, that, that really big, big game against A&M, so... Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, having all these guys back in time, uh, for a game like Georgia tech is huge. And especially guys who played in that game last year in Atlanta. Right. So, uh, let me ask you blue, because you're, you're old school like me. <laughs> um, I don't really care what, you know, the uniform color combinations are. I don't get so, uh, but a lot of people care and they get really, really excited, uh, do you have a thought, and I'll put them on the screen in a second so the people watching on YouTube can see them. Do you have uh, any any opinion on these Miami Knights uniforms that the Canes are going to be uh, wearing on October 7th against Georgia Tech? Yeah, I mean, the kids love that stuff, you know, and you can thank Phil Knight in Oregon for all this craziness because <laughs> they're the ones that actually had the three and four and five sets of uniforms when other schools only had two and they got innovative with their colors. And, uh, and I think it's great. You know, I really do. I think that the kids love it. You know, the fans love it. And it's, it's something of an added, you know, bonus uh, to what they bring to the table. I think it's, I think it's refreshing. I like it. I, I really do. I like it. You know, I mean, I, I'm, as you said, I'm old school. I remember when the hurricanes wore those uh, drab white, uh, uniforms with the gold uh, piping and the and the green numbers and the, oh wow and the white and the and the gold helmets like uh, uh, so I I I relish that and then they went to those white helmets with the hurricane flags on the side and yeah so I I I welcome this I welcome because you know it's 2023 and that's what it's all about and you look at a lot of these schools around the country and. Things that don't affect some people actually really ring a bell to others. And, you know, these, you know, we all talked about how, you know, when Miami was in the height of their success and USC was in the height of their success, they had two of the worst weight rooms in the country. That's right. And, you know, so to me, some things excite people in, uh, in other ways. And now you have spacious weight rooms and beautiful facilities and, you know, and I think having a uniform change is is always good. It rallies the kids, you know, I mean, and, you, you know, you could always, too, trace back. I remember back in the 80s when Notre Dame played USC, Notre Dame came out in their green jerseys for the first time and it pumped up the kids, pumped yeah. up the crowd. So there's an effect. We're joined here by Larry Bluestein, our boy Blue, 560 WQAM and the Six Ring Cane Show. I'd love to hear from Larry because Larry is always very honest with his preseason expectations. 
if Miami has exceeded those so far, biggest strengths thus far and any weaknesses Blue would like to see us work on uh, during this bye week. And also, we've got to talk about a couple of uh, a couple of prospects that Miami is in the mix for. Sion Lalea, top Juco cornerback who's going to be deciding in a little over a week between Miami, USC, and Oregon. And we have to have to talk about Nye Carr, former Georgia commit, four-star wide receiver who decommitted from Georgia over the weekend. Miami may have emerged as the favorite. We will get Blue's take. As we like to say, we are only getting started on this episode of Locked on Canes. Guys, you have to be checking out Nutrafol. I love this product. Did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? It's normal, but that doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of thinning with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Go to Nutrafol.com slash men to take their hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes of your thinning hair, and Nutrafol is going to give you a personalized plan for better hair health through whole body wellness. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men, and enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. That's Nutrafol.com slash men, promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. Hey, guys, for your second listen on this Friday, you know what day it is, man. College football kickoff live day, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. We are live on this in every Locked on College YouTube channel talking about the big games, the big storylines, the Heisman race, which coaches are on the hot seat, all of that good stuff. I'm part of that panel every week with Drake Toll from Locked on Big 12 and Kenton Gibbs from Locked on ACC, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. today and every Friday right here on every Locked On College YouTube channel, including Locked On Canes. And here on Locked On Canes, we're joined by Larry Bluestein. So, Blue, uh, I remember when we talked uh, preseason, you know, you were looking at, you know, somewhere in like the 7-5 and five to 8-4 and four range. Um, you know, so far Miami has taken care of their business, including an upset win over Texas A&M, who, despite the fact they lost Connor Wigman for the year, they look pretty good and they just beat up on Auburn last week. So that's looking like a quality win for Miami. Um, has this team so far exceeded your expectations and who would what have been some of the big standouts for you? Yeah, I think it has. I mean, because we really didn't know what to expect uh, because of the fact that the dramatic changeover in the roster. I, I yeah, I as I say with uh, with the guys on our show on Monday evening, I'm on a sliding scale, so I'm gonna take it one game at a time and see which direction I'm in. But I I thought they'd be three and one here. I thought they'd lose to A and M. I mean, obviously A and M, you know, came in and as you alluded to, I mean they. It did a pretty good job against a very much improved and good Auburn team. So, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I think that obviously there's growing pains. There's a chemistry uh, deal that you got to get. And I always tell people you could bring in a thousand different players who are four and five stars and studs and, but there's a chemistry thing. They, you know, most of those kids come in with the attitude is it's about me and, uh, and you've got to develop that, um, team concept and i think they're doing it slowly but surely you know there's a lot of 
guys on there that were stars at other levels. And, but I think that what you've seen is there's a lot of humility on the team. There's a lot of humble uh, players, you know, who, as you say, you know, have starred in the past somewhere else, but now have to be part of a, a team unit. And I think as a win, like they have, I think these kids buy in a lot more because they see the results. Um, what they have to work on consistency at all phases of the game. And as you mentioned, you can't have in games uh, against North Carolina or Clemson or Louisville or any of those other games where you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. I mean, you've got to, yeah, I mean, no one's going to play mistake free football. Even the best teams have penalties and, yeah. uh, and it's all about overcoming. And I think that the thing is, is, you know, you look at the receiver position and it's come, uh, you know, kind of full circle because you have so many different weapons and, and guys who are making catches and not dropping as many balls this year. The offensive line, which is probably the most improved part of the, of the team from last year, where you were looking looking at guys last year that really shouldn't have been starting at a power five level that they had no choice, but this year with the addition of Cohen and Lee and players like that. Um, and then they could afford to bring in the Mauagoas and not count on them solely. Like they've had to do with a lot of kids in the past, uh, running game is, uh, potentially as good as you're going to get. And in all phases, they have breakaway guys. They have tackle the tackle people. Um, Obviously, quarterback is one guy. I mean, you know, I mean, and that guy is as good. He's as good as you're going to get. But, you know, you always figure uh, one hit, one ankle sprain, one something. Uh, So you have to be kind of prepared, you know, for that. And, you know, by them getting in, uh, you know, who, you know, whoever they get in to, to come in, they still have that experience factor that they have to get. And you just don't get that from mop up duty, you know, playing against threes and fours of other teams on the defensive front. You gotta be happy with the front seven. They're a lot deeper than they were last year in all aspects, whether it's interior or the outside. And then obviously linebacker, when you're rotating a guy who's been your leading tackler the last two years in Corey Flagg, who's still, even though he's not that quote unquote marquee guy is still right up there. And, you know, at the end of the game, and I, I think uh, coach Gidry said, you know, he's just a guy that fills up the stat box. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, when just when you don't think he's done that much, you look at how many tackles and how many assists he has and, uh, and then the secondary is a work in progress. I mean, you're looking for guys who are definitely trying to step up. But I think what the front seven has done for them is really helped out in the secondary because the front seven's strong. They put a lot of pressure on and uh, as they're going to have to do the rest of the way. So on the overall, you know, I mean, it's it's a uh, this as Mario Cristobal said, we're nowhere near where we need to be. I mean, right. even if they run the, you know, I mean, you know, come off and beat Georgia Tech, North Carolina, and Clemson, he's he's always going to find improvement. And I think that's what made him successful at Oregon. You know, I mean, he in his last couple of years, I mean, beating Ohio State, I mean, you'd think that being Ohio State and you've arrived, but you know what, you if you will rest on your laurels, and what you've done, you're not going to progress. And I think that's what this team is all about. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, it's a valid, um, 
you know, criticism of some of the things that they've done as far as, you know, uh, technically and, and uh, they have to work on those things. And that's the big difference. You know, when they make mistakes, they'll sit on on Sunday and watch a film. And then by Monday and Tuesday, they they correct those things. And right. that's how you get better. And that's why this team is a lot different than it's been in a long, long time. Blue, you go to several high school football games per week. You're talking to coaches and players left and right. Uh, based on the way Miami has started. And it's not just about winning all your games so right. far. It's also about how you've looked, right? Because, you know, the defense has been so much sharper and it looks like a defensive scheme under Lance Guidry that's fun to play in, a lot of pressure on quarterbacks. Right. Uh, and then offensively, it's been night and day, Blue. So do, do you feel like tides are turning when you talk to offensive players in high school? Are they, are they taking notice more of what Miami's doing? Because I could totally understand why last year they may not have been too excited about the opportunity to play at Miami, but this year it looks completely different. Yeah, and still you got 10 kids like Ray Ray and Washington and those kids. So yeah, if you're right. getting those type of kids on a quote-unquote uh, off year – then think what you're going to do when you run successfully and get nine and 10 wins under your belt and get a bowl game win. kids are and be on national TV and being talked about in a positive way, you know, on national TV, rather than, you know, even in that Texas A&M game prior to that, I mean, you still had, you know, the Kirk Herb streets and people cutting Miami down and saying that Texas A&M would have twice as many fans as Miami for a home game. Right. And see, kids don't want to hear that. That's a negative vibe. And, you know, just just because now that they're winning and doing it in a way where it's impressing a lot of people across the country, uh, then it's better because the recruits finally get an opportunity to hear something in a positive way and not so much as, Oh, when you come in, we're going to do this and that they're just, they see that they're doing this and that and uh, you know, in positive ways. So yeah, it's um, uh, the thing. The difference is Alex is the attitude around uh, around the team. And also these coaches, the assistant coaches are out. And when yeah. you have a Mario Cristobal spending the entire game of Chaminade and American Heritage and walking the field and, you know, being visible as he was and Kevin Beard along with him. And then the following day, be at Christopher Columbus's alma mater with Coach Maribal. And they're out and visible and people could see them. And uh, it's it's big. It's big for him to walk down a sideline and for people to yell out his name. You know, rather than to say, oh, geez, you know, they're so and so. I, you know, I mean, and they're doing bad. <laughs> everybody wants to, you know, everyone, I mean, everybody. I mean, that, you know, and I kind of walk with him for a couple hours, uh, you know, just talking with him. Uh, and you could hear, I mean, and, and that doesn't affect him because, you know what, he just, he knows he has a job to do. And while he relishes the fact that the fan base is, you know, really coming out of the, uh, out of the woodwork or out of the, out of their shell, uh, he knows that uh, the best is yet to come. So that's, that's important. And I think they feel it in the local coaches to answer your question, uh, kind of relate that to their players. And that's why they're doing so well locally. And uh, I think you're going to see a lot of surprises, uh, you know, uh, over the next four or five months that they're going to say, oh, okay, Miami's really in the mix for everybody now. 
I like it. We're going to stick with recruiting because I want to talk about top Juco cornerback Sion Lalea, and I want to talk about four-star slot receiver Nye Carr, who probably reminds Shannon Dawson of Tank Dell, who he had <laughs> at Houston setting all kinds of records there left and right. You want to keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time of your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com slash motors. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, and exclusions apply. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today on this Friday. Remember, at 11 a.m. live, we have Locked on College Football kickoff live coming up. I'm going to be part of that right here on this channel. And, folks, remember, if you're an everydayer, you want to take that everydayer experience to the next level, sign up for our exclusive SMS texting community through subtext. I include a link in the show description below. You get one-on-one -on -one text directly from my phone to yours, and I give you guys recruiting scoops, breaking news updates, show alerts, uh, all sorts of added value. You can try it free for 14 days. And then if you like it, you can opt in for $4.99 a month. We are joined here by the man, the myth, the legend, Larry Bluestein. So, Blue, in uh, in a little over a week's time, October 8th, 5 p.m., Sion Lalea, who is the top junior college corner, College of San Mateo in California, he's going to be deciding between the U, USC, and Oregon, and it seems like it's been a pretty tight recruiting race for him. The perceived advantage Miami has is his very good friend and former teammate there at San Mateo, Demetrius Freeney, transferred to Miami uh, You know, before this season started. So he's already here, hopefully singing the praises of Miami to Sion. Where do you think the Hurricanes stand in his recruitment? And is this guy the real deal? Oh, he's definitely a real deal. 6'4", 185 pounds, rangy, does a lot of really good things, great ball skills. Um, you know, I mean, he's a cornerback who's got safety size. He's got loose hips. He's very fluid. Um, yeah, I mean, the guy's a proven, you know, playmaker, uh, tremendous football talent that would be a huge asset no matter where he goes. Obviously, right now, a lot of people are saying he may be an Oregon lean, but you never know. Like you said, you get, uh, you know, a couple of people in his ear, uh, you know, him being from the West Coast, sometimes, right. you know, that's really tough. You know, when you, it's just like a, you know, a, a South Florida kid, you know, being recruited by USC, but also by Miami and Florida, you say to yourself, well, you know, we got advantage because he's from here. And that's where a lot of those, uh, you know, a lot of those people out West feel at this point. But I think uh, for a number of reasons, uh, one of them being uh, Jamila Dye. I mean, he's a guy who uh, is a, a proven uh, commodity as, as a teacher, as a coach, as a recruiter. And I think he has, 
I would believe every edge in the world, you know, of getting a kid like that, you know, because of the fact that, I mean, you could tell a guy because, you know, here he is, he's older than a lot of the kids that they're bringing in and saying, Hey, you know, from day one, you're going to have a, you know, an opportunity to not just compete for playing time, but, but to be a, a cornerstone for us. So, and a kid likes to hear that obviously. All right. So another one that, has had Miami Hurricane fans on high alert over the past few days is Nye Carr. It's a four-star slot receiver out of Colquitt County, Georgia. For a long time, Blue, he was a Georgia verbal commit. He decommitted on Sunday. By Monday, Miami had a coach at his high school, uh, Cody Woodle, the tight ends coach, who's you know that that's his region of the country. He was already there. Uh, recruiting car and you know there's been a lot of there's been a lot of smoke that Miami and I think even I think Nye even said that Miami are probably the leaders right now don't know exactly when he's going to make his decision but uh, have you had a chance to scout this player what do you think yeah different make difference maker kid it's uh, uh, truly um, fast runs great patterns uh, really gets it he's the guy when you see him catch the ball in space and then run, you say, Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. because he, he's that dude, you know, he's the guy that everybody talks about being a difference maker and not, not just going someplace to, to blend in. And when you have schools, as you said, like Georgia and Florida state and Miami and Arkansas on him, you know, he's special. And this is a guy that, as you said, I mean, I know that Brian, uh, Brian McClendon and Todd Hartley are still very much in the picture at Georgia, you know, as far as, you know, maybe attracting him in the end. But I think that Florida State and Miami have made really, really major strides in the fact that they're playing well. I mean, not that Georgia isn't, but I mean, you know, it, the fact is, is there's the pecking order at Georgia is a whole lot different than it is at Miami. And Miami's, you you know, just like to me, we I talked the other day, uh, about if a Brandon Innes would have made the decision to come to Miami instead of Ohio State, I think he'd be right in the mix right now. Yeah. See, and that's that's one of the things that a lot of people don't understand that you could the part of the recruiting process, Alex, is to understand, you know, and, and kind of project what type of player this kid's gonna be at the next level. And you know, and all all directions point to this kid's going to be a difference maker uh, because of the fact that he, what he does with the ball and his skills and his speed and his quickness and being able to outthink defensive back. So, yeah, he he joins Miami and that's just another feather in a cap that's really stacked with some really, really good uh, football players for the future. I love to hear that. And you guys, you want to make sure you're checking out Larry Bluestein's show. Uh, the radio show is incredible. It's one of the most informative shows you're going to find for those who are into college football, high school football, and recruiting. You're not going to find a better spot than the South Florida High School Sports Show Mondays, 6 p.m. on AM 560 Sports WQAM. And and the weekly spot you do, of course, on uh, the Six Ring Cane is also awesome. What, what yep. nights do you guys usually do that these days? Monday night, 8.30 to 9.30, quarter 10. Uh, but the great thing about that is, you know, we kind of like have a lot of guests on, a lot of recruiting people like Flomax and uh, people like that because they're the heartbeat also of the, you know, of the University of Miami and they're close with the players and they're close with the fans. And 
and that's good to get a perspective. And then, uh, you know, I, I mean, I think the world of Jazz Santana and and uh, DJ and and Vish and you know there and you know Vish goes everywhere. People don't realize, but he travels to all the games. He was at yeah, he in Philadelphia. Yeah. He goes to all the games. So you know, it's good to. You know, when I say in recruiting, there's a lot of people, Alex, that, you know, claim to be gurus and all this stuff, but all they do is watch games on film. And there's a big difference about being there and seeing the environment and seeing kids, you know, the way they react rather than just on a uh, on a highlight film. So, yeah, it's a great it's a great catch every Monday night, as I said. And we also have our uh, if you live in Miami or you can get uh, you go on the uh, Internet and listen to Joe Rose show uh, every Friday morning, uh, you know, we have a, like a 20 minute a deal talking about Dayton Broward County, which is the epicenter obviously for high school football talent. So we get things done. And, uh, you know, obviously our website, LarryBluestein.com encompasses Dayton Broward and then our prep red zone, Florida, which takes you through the entire state. And, and we have really good writers and people who come go to the game. You know, I'm a stickler about being there doing that. I, yes. I'm not one of those guys over 53 years that sat home and, you know, made assessments. So, uh, yep. I appreciate again, you having us on your, your uh, locked on uh, cane show is uh, extremely popular. People talk about it and we catch up on you all the time and uh, yeah, keep up the great work. And also your college show on Fridays, which is very informative. And, you know, I get a chance to, to watch that as well. So oh, cool. um, yeah, I'm in the loop. So uh, there I am. <laughs> We have a great time, and, and that's a perfect segue, uh, 11 a.m. live. And if you miss it live, you can catch the replay, Locked On College Football Live, coming up right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.